0: What's up, everybody? I'm Jonathan Alexander. And I'm Ellis Williams. And we're back for another episode of Panthers Tracks. we got a good episode for you. We're going to ask the question, are the Panthers a 32nd ranked team in the NFL? And should they trade for Baker Mayfield? Let's start the show. I'm going to admit to you guys, you know, I tried that uh opener about three times and we finally got it right but uh we a charm, I see. Yeah, three times a charm welcome back um was, let me let me get into it first of all you know there was a recent poll in ESPN uh that had the Panthers ranked at post-draft 32nd in the NFL I know you wrote a little bit about it we've had some discussions about it um I tend to disagree. I don't think it makes any sense. But let me ask you, what, what are your thoughts in, in through your report and asking other people? What have they told you uh, about that? What do you think?
1: Yeah, it, it's fascinating to look at all these polls going on now on the, the state of the league um, when you're looking at the landscape and projecting forward. Right. And from some reporting, I was able to do conversations I've had, of course, how we do it on and off the record. I'm getting a lot of pushback on the Panthers being ranked as low as they are. Of course, the ESPN poll that you referenced and that I put in my story uh, uh, polled over 80 ESPN writers, analysts, and editors, and they came in as a 32nd-ranked team. Uh, just this morning, Peter King of uh, Pro Football Talk and NBC released his own power poll. Um, and you know, no one in the industry really more connected than Peter King, uh, OG been doing this forever. Uh, And he had Carolina in 31. And when you look at these polls, uh, I think it's important to, which isn't happening, but it's important to separate narrative from actual roster construct. Meaning, I understand where people are coming from when they view the narrative of the Carolina Panthers as being a 32nd or 31st ranked projection you know it's not looking good for the short-term future of this franchise who knows if their head coach making the 2023 is which that has a domino effect course. is the future play caller the 2023 play caller currently on this staff is the quarterback for 2023 even on this roster all these questions in a vacuum explain how you land at 32nd or 31st, because if you think Matt Rule is going to get fired, then you can start inferring that, all right, then the quarterback of the future is not on this roster, the play caller of the future is not on this roster, and they've got a lot of things to figure out. If you remove the narrative and really examine these rosters, there's no way in hell the Panthers have the 32nd or 31st ranked roster in the NFL. In fact, um, in my story, I got a couple of good quotes from Ryan Fowler of, of Draft Network and Doug Keat of Pro Football Focus. who are willing to go on the record and really just blast these polls, saying there's no way in hell that the Panthers have the 32nd uh, ranked roster. You can look at something as uh, their draft from a year ago, combining it with this year, getting the top tackle off the board, adding a quarterback and then just the talent around you. We're talking Christian McCaffrey, we're talking DJ Moore, we're talking Brian Burns, we're talking Jeremy Chinn. Talking JC, talking Dante Jackson, uh, and that's just the name of people. And they completely remade this offensive line. There's a lot to like about the Panthers roster. Again, when we pull the narrative out of it, when you look at this team, they've got far more talented team makers than than the Texans, the Giants, uh, arguable with the Giants, the, the Lions. Uh, th- there's a you can almost get up to like 12 or 13 teams at the Panthers. In my opinion, based on some pro football-focused data, some Pro Bowl numbers, and then just again, my reporting, says that this team is probably closer to being a wild card contender than it is competing for the number one pick in 2023. But again, you have to separate narrative where this team may be headed with its head coach from what Scott Führer has done with the roster. They're two very different conversations, but they tend to come to a head at this point of the year when we're projecting forward.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, I had this, con- it's funny. I had this conversation with my uncle James um, on uh Sunday, uh, yesterday and he, I, you know, 32nd to me just doesn't make any sense. I mean, the Pandas have, have improved their offensive line. Um, you know, a lot of their starters from last second string guys and third mm-hmm. string guys. Um, so they've improved the offensive line and that's where they struggled most last year. You know, gave up, 52 sacks, which is fifth worst in the NFL. I think they gave up the most pressures. I don't know that exact number right now. I, th- I think they got a little better in the secondary. Of course, they lost Stefan Gilmore, but J.C. Horns coming back, Dante Jackson, and I think Xavier Xavier Johnson was a big pickup uh, in that safety opposite of Jeremy Chin. You got to realize Jeremy Chin is going to be better, or he should be better. Brian Burns should be better. I do think that they have that they will take a hit on um, opposite of Brian Burns, where Hassan Reddick used to be. But I think, yeah. I think it's quite possible that their linebackers will be a little better. I'd like to see them have more depth. But, you know, if they take a hit on defense, I don't think it'll be a major hit. Um, and I think their offense will be better. Um, I do think, though, that they need an upgrade at quarterback. I don't think Sam Darnold is the answer. I think he has the potential to keep them from being a playoff team. Um, I think with him, if you have christian McCaffrey and this team uh healthy, I think you can be you know better than five wins, maybe seven wins but I think if you have a, an improved quarterback, i think they're easily a nine win team you know uh, quarterbacks are such important in the NFL and they can help change the trajectory of the franchise so you know like you said, their friends playoff team um but I think if they get a, a quarterback there so who is that quarterback, Jonathan? Like that's that's what I
1: keep coming back to is the problem with this. Like when I was asking around about the reaction to the polls, people inside this league, people that come over this league, really love the Panthers roster, but they cannot get over the eyesore at quarterback, Sam Darnold or a third round rookie,
0: Matt crowd. So if not those two, then who? Yeah. So you know, first I want to. So what we know. What we know is, is Baker Mayfield is definitely an option. Jimmy Garoppolo is an option. Um, you know, just based on, on my reporting, that Baker Mayfield, the door is still open. Um, you know, they're going to wait him out to see if the Browns release him. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, I think they got a, a gem and they can get somebody good for him. And we both know that the Panthers aren't going to pay $10 million for a quarterback. Or more, and Jimmy Garoppolo's number is 26.9, um, and they also don't want to give up any major picks. Um, so the most likely option seems to be Baker Mayfield. Of course, I think maybe Jimmy Garoppolo has had a little bit more success, and me, you're going to debate this in a little bit. But you know, while ideally they don't have many options, I do believe they should get Baker Mayfield if they can get him for cheap, either in a cheap trade or or off free agent. If the Browns, who knows what the Browns are going to do, but if the Browns decide to unload him, I do think they should do him because I think it's a better option than Sam Darnold. The numbers are better. Um, He might have been average this last year, but average is better than what the Panthers quarterbacks played with last year. And and that's not just Sam Darnold. That was also Cam Newton. That was also P.J. Walker at times when he played. You know, they, they were not good. And that does not give me any faith. I'm not saying that they can't be better. But that does not give me any faith, even if they do have an improved offensive line moving forward. So I think the Panthers should look to upgrade. And right now, Baker Mayfield seems like the the option right now. And I think he can help them improve. What And, and I know you have a different opinion than Baker Mayfield. You saw him play um, firsthand. So tell me why you disagree. Right. So your, your story um, from today really
1: nailed it, I thought, like. Everything has come together for the Panthers aside from this quarterback situation. And it's important to keep in mind that since 2004, only a Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and now Matt Stafford have won Super Bowls. Nick Foles and Joe Flacco snuck in two there. Uh, but essentially, the point being, you got to have all of them traits and a resume to hoist that Lombardi trophy. However... The bar for making the playoffs at quarterback is much lower in 2021. Mitch Trubisky and Jared Goff started playoff games this past year. Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones, each did, and that brings us to Baker Mayfield, who also started a playoff game in 2021. I understand what Baker Mayfield would bring to the Carolina Panthers. It would be a, a, a quarterback with incredible arm talent who when his reads are defined is able to make big throws and coordinate an offense and specifically an up tempo one uh that ben mcadoo would want would to run and, I, and i've written and reported how uh, ben mcadoo's system would be similar to what baker ran in 2018 under freddie kitchens you know, when he broke the rookie touchdown passing record all of that is enticing what you have to dissect though as a, a, a Panthers front office official is how much two how much better does Baker Mayfield actually make your team compared to what Sam Donnell or Matt Crow could do in this offense? I and mean, then what are you gonna pay Baker Mayfield going forward? Like, is this a long-term solution is this a bridge situation and when we say bridge quarterback I think we need to actually define what that means because Panthers have now for two years tried to either have solutions or bridge quarterbacks and we've seen how that goes is Jimmy Garoppolo a bridge to Trey Lance or was he just there because trey wasn't actually ready because most of these quarterbacks just start from the jump right like if you got it you got it you go out and play so i had someone talk to me when i I, i've been calling you know calling around as we do about this veteran quarterback market trying to get a sense of it and i asked what would be the plan if the panthers brought in either jimmy grapple or baker mayfield And they dismissed Baker. They just did not think Baker is much of an upgrade over Sam Darnold and specifically where he's at in his career. Like, he's now working with the reputation of a like that Diva wide receiver, quite frankly. So, he, this source focused on Jimmy Garoppolo and said, you know what, you would have a chance for Jimmy to be your quarterback for two seasons, maybe two and a half or three, if he came in and played well. So, I think that there has to be a plan in place ahead of just one year. If Baker or Jimmy end up being the option and paying Baker becomes extremely complicated with him coming up a, a fifth year option uh, going forward. So I think the combination of a, a limited upside with Baker, I, I think we've seen the best of Baker Mayfield in this league I mean, playing in a Kevin Stefanski, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay style offense, you know, with the best offensive line in football, with the best rushing attack, and Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, who was one of the highest end and he still was slightly above average. Uh, I think that this offense needs a quarterback who won't turn the ball over, and Baker has been prone to that almost as much as Sam Donald over his career. And for those reasons, I, I tend to be leaning to help you Garoppolo if this team is going to bring up more than Uh But this is no, it's no easy decision. You, know, you, you wait this long on
0: quarterback, uh, your, your options dry up. Yeah, and you make a good point. Like, I think that the Panthers could, you know, if they somehow could get one of these quarterbacks, I think. i I, I don't think these quarterbacks are long term options, either one of them, based on what I've seen. But. You Know if the idea is to sit and develop Matt Corral and let him learn under, under veteran quarterback, I do think you could, you know, possibly get one of these quarterbacks and you know, try to negotiate a two year contract with them. Um, the first year, cheap, second year, you know, when, once you get Sam Darnold off the books, it could be a, a reasonable contract. I think you'd probably be able to get Baker for the right price more than you would Jimmy, just given Jimmy can argue that he was in the NFC championship. I think it was funny. Not funny, but one interesting note I started thinking back on, you know, Scott Fitter was at a press conference and um, he said, you know, when you're going after the veteran quarterback market, you have to think about, you know, why these teams don't want these quarterbacks, which I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the 49ers, you know, if they got a quarterback who had them in the NFC championship game. I understand you got Trey Lance, but why do you want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo right now? Um, you know, obviously the concern about his shoulder, um, is he a quarterback who can kind of lead you from behind? I, you know, I don't, I don't really think so. Um, I think either one of those quarterbacks would be a, be an upgrade for the Panthers and help them get close to the playoffs. I think the most important thing though, is that the Panthers make a step in the right direction in any way they can look to improve. Um, I think, I think they should. And I, I think right now, just given what they could possibly get for Baker Mayfield as far as price. So you probably won't have to give up as high of a draft pick. Um, that's why I think that they ought to try to go after Baker Mayfield. All right. So that's the end of our second segment. So for our final segment, uh, I got a chance to wrap an interview with uh, Brendan Clinton, also known as coach 30, who does these funny comedy videos um, where he, uh, acts like he's in the film room and looks at a lot of the mistakes that teams make. And it's just a funny comedy skit. Y'all to check it out. Um, He's Mr. Go 30 on, on Twitter and has his social media. Um, But he's a funny guy. It's a little different interview, but we kind of talked about his journey. I just so happened to realize he was a huge Panthers fan. He was grew up briefly in Charlotte um, before moving. Um, But uh, he's a huge uh, Panthers fan. So, you know, I wanted to talk to him, talk about his Panthers fandom and how he got into what he's doing. So uh, check us out, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, welcome back to another episode of Panthers Tracks. I got a special guest for you guys, Brendan Clinton, a.k.a. Coach 30. It's a little different episode for you, but I found out that he was a Panthers fan, so I wanted to bring him on. We're going to get into it, talk about his story, talk about his Panthers fandom, and more. 30. Was my good. Man, my man, I appreciate you joining me, like I told you, uh, you know, social media. No, it was funny because, you know, how I found out was somebody who I follow on Panthers Twitter, I'm always in tune with Panthers Twitter. I don't know how much you on Panthers Twitter, but somebody retweeted you. They retweeted one of your tweets, and it yeah. said something about our quarterback. And I was like, no way. <laughs> this dude is a Panthers fan. So I DM'd you, man. I said, I got to get you on the show. Got to hear your story. Got to hear how you became a Panthers fan. But you know, as, soon uh,
2: as soon as I saw your, uh, I looked at your bio, I saw Panthers beat right I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I had to follow you back. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm a diehard Panthers fan, man. Like I said, I'm excited to t- talk to you.
0: I appreciate you. You know, so for those who may not know uh, Coach Story, he makes, you know, hilarious videos, uh, usually. You know, it's, it's him, you know, doing uh, kind of, how, how would you describe it? Kind of describe kind you of your style and what you do. So, um, I, you know, I always could describe myself
2: as a filmmaker. And right now, you know, I, I make skits. And I started off, I did a bunch of skits, different skits, right? But now, but then it, people really liked the coach character that I came up with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I started to do film sessions with this character. And now, what the film session is is you know games that uh, happen either in college football, NFL, and now multiple sports. I just break down the film, you know, in a funny, humorous way. I got different characters that I I, re- I replace the players that are actually in the film with, and yeah, it's just fun and, and people enjoy it.
0: I can't remember the first one I uh, I watched of yours, but uh, I, I, it was definitely a college. Definitely in college gaming, man. I thought that was like it was hilarious. Have you? Um... Do you ever get players who you um kind of imitate or their team not necessarily the particular player do you ever have players who like maybe same thing like hey like you you uh not you not know, negatively. negatively
2: um not negatively yet but you know people players that are on a certain team they'll comment under the videos um they'll DM me and so it's just fun man and, and it's crazy because it's like players that you know I some some that I grew up watching Something that I idolize currently, you know, to hear them, to or to have them reach out to me, it's, it's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, who's who's probably like the coolest person to to message or comment?
2: Okay, well, Deion Sanders for one, that's that's huge. Yeah. I probably say that's the coolest because you know he's killing social media right now, um, and so for him to, I did like some JSU stuff. He commented and now he follows me and comments, you know, here and there. So it's awesome, but uh to I didn't even do a uh a uh, video on him but he um you know he 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 messaged me and, and, and we talked and he wore my shirt my my merch at the at the at the national championship game with Alabama and uh, uh why well, I, yeah, I do a, do a blank but yeah Alabama and Georgia yeah and um and then um I think my my I'm not gonna say my best but one of my coolest my follows who follow me is like Jalen Ramsey and uh, 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 Devontae Adams. That's
0: cool. That Davis, man, Davis always getting burnt for some reason, though. Davis. I mean, Davis. He just, yeah, he's, he's, you know
2: what I'm saying, he just can't get out of his own way. Can't get out <laughs> of his own way, man. He,
0: man.
1: Way.
2: If you play football, man, you, you know, uh, everybody, I guess, is Davis at some point. Man, I know yeah. I was, for yeah. sure. So, you know, you, what can you do? Uh,
0: it's, it seems like, you know, it, it's it's really funny because it's, it's, it's relatable too for those people who even played football, you know, even if it was at the middle school or high school level right. or whatever. But like, how did you come up with uh, these type of skits? Where did the idea get born from?
2: Like I said, you know, I was making different type of skits, just, you know, um, about every situation. And I thought that obviously this was something that I experienced as far as, you know, coaches. And this is one of the ideas that I, I came up with the first idea was, um, it was like I wanted to take people inside of a defensive backs um, meeting, meeting room, because I just know how like savage it is. I was a DB, and man, it was just it was savage in that room, man. So I saw as a coach and what he would say and um, and everything. So I knew like like just the, the fear it would bring. How people would just dread going to the film room because they knew, you know, they were gonna get put on blast, you know, they was gonna get held accountable. So. Um, it came from that. I was like, hmm, I, I feel like this is funny. You know, this is something that I can bring. This is funny, and so I did one of them, and people just enjoyed it. So I just kept going back to it.
0: Yeah. When did when did you like feel like you first blew up? Like it, it's, you started noticing your popularity grow. So it happened on TikTok first, and the thing
2: about TikTok, you know, TikTok is quick. You know, if you have a video, you know, and it's good. And you know, I guess the timing is right, you know, it'll 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 blow up. I guess the thing is, you know, can you follow that up and continue? So the first I, I'm the first video probably within the coaching stuff that that blew up was it was the second, oh not the second, but it was one of the earlier ones and I did like coaches are like so ruthless. I like I was like NFL, not NFL. Football coaches are, are like ruthless. That was what I, that was like what I titled it or something. And it was just about how a, a player went to a coach and he said that, you know, I can't make the week one game because my mother just passed and I'm attending the funeral. And the coach was like, all right, yeah, we're behind you. And then in front of the team, he's like, um, yeah, this guy got a. I don't know what I can say out here, so I don't want to.
0: I mean, say what you can say, and then we'll bleep out whatever. All right, cool. Uh, he doesn't want to <laughs> come to the,
2: he don't come to, the to, to the week one game. And I told his backup, hey, make sure you get in there, play well, and take a spot and all that. You know, I had the music and everything and all the dramatics. And so uh, people liked it. It blew up on TikTok, um, and I just kept on going from there. And it was like everything else that I did as far as a coach on TikTok just kept getting good numbers getting good numbers until, you know, it carried over from, you know, and i would post my skits everywhere, obviously, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. And so we just kind of carried over to every platform. I think maybe YouTube is my smallest platform at the moment with almost like 10K subscribers, but yeah.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. And were you, were you at all shocked that you, uh, you were blowing up as you, as you did?
2: Mm, I, no, I wasn't shocked. And it, it was because, the thing, I didn't know when it would happen, but I expected to blow up. I kind of, just when I started to make videos and skits, I just knew that, you know, I had a unique sense of humor and that, you know, I, I thought I was funny. And so I made myself laugh. And so I was like, you know, this is good stuff. I looked at what, what was out there, um, as far as, you know, different content creators and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I can do that you know, and I can top that. So it wasn't a surprise, but, you know, I was definitely, when it happens, it's definitely surreal and, you know, you're definitely thankful, you know, and you thank God every day. So yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you, how did you become a Panthers fan? When did, what, what did you grow up near here in North Carolina?
2: I used to live in North Carolina in Charlotte, um, right where, you know, um, it's not there anymore, but they used to have an Eastland mall. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live like across the street from there and well, not too long. It was, it was, I was really, I was really young. And I moved from there to Maryland, where I am now, probably, like, in the third, fourth grade. So, but I just always kept that, you know, that team, you know, like, and just the love also just for the city. Like I said, you know, off air, I, I want to move back there soon. I'm going to move back there soon. So that's kind of, you know, where it came from. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm like, old school, man. The Jake <laughs> Malone, you know, the Cardiac, Cash, Julius Peppers, Jordan Gross. You know, what mm. I mean, Chris Gamble, Ken Lucas, like you know, what I'm saying, I I go way
0: back with all them boys. Yeah, Steve Smith. Oh, oh, that's my favorite. steve Smith favorite favorite. Steve Smith about everybody's favorite player. Yeah, my um, second. Yeah. What? So what? Um. What What have been your thoughts, kind of, on this offseason based on what you've seen from afar? Honest, honest thoughts.
2: I really wanted us to secure that quarterback position. Now we got Matt Corral in the draft um, in the third round. I, I'm feeling like he may be a developmental player, although people talk about, you know, his quick release and things of that nature. It may transfer well and allow him to, you know, have success early. Who knows? Um, but I, I don't have faith in Sam Darnold anymore. Um, I didn't want us to get Baker because, you know, I just didn't want us to do the same thing we did twice in a row where we got Teddy Bridgewater. You know, then we trade away assets for Sam Darnold, and now we're paying him. And I didn't want to go do the Baker route. I wanted us to draft a quarterback early. I wanted Malik Willis. Didn't work out that way, but um, you know, we'll see what Matt Corral can do. Other than that, I mean, I feel like we got some good pieces for the the O line as far as our first round draft pick, Um, the uh, He he looks. I looked at his tape. I never seen a tape like that, man. Like he's <laughs> yeah. a villain. he's a menace. I'm, I'm serious. Like, so I'm excited to have him on the squad. Um, obviously our weapons are still good. I'm hoping Christian McCaffrey, he can stay healthy because when he's healthy, you know, you know, our offense is, is on pace. So other than that, man, Sam Donald, you know, you just gotta show me what you can do.
0: Yeah. I mean, First week. <laughs> it's fair. You know, I've, I've kind of said that, you know, I think we've seen what we've I've written it so I'm not afraid to say it here. Like mm-hmm. I think we've seen what we've seen from Sam Darnold. Um he okay. he he is as good as as the folks around him. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, you know, I saw something on ESPN that you know had Panthers 32nd, but I you know, I think that's um, you that's know, ignorant far. in the fact it's it's ignorant in the fact that the Panthers were a five win team without Christian McCaffrey, a terrible offensive line, and Sam Darnold um as, as a quarterback who is struggling. Right. And I, I think if you can keep Christian McCaffrey healthy and you have a, a much better offensive line, the offensive line is definitely better. I think the Panthers can easily be a 7-8 a win team. You get an upgrade at quarterback, you become a 9-win team and, and a fringe playoff team. And what people and, don't
2: know is, you know, people don't talk about our defense. Like, it's some stars. There's some stars on that defense, man. Jeremy mm-hmm. Chen, um, I'm not sure why, you know, he's not getting, you know, the wide, not widely recognized, but he's an animal, man. Um, Derek Brown on the line, Brian Burns. And, like, when I talk to my friends and stuff about the Panthers, like, nobody, you know, even cares for those names. It's just, I guess, I don't know, small market.
0: Well, the crazy thing is those players haven't even reached their prime. Right. <laughs> you know, Brown and Chen entering year three. Burns is entering year four. Um, you know, he should be a beast. You know, they de- definitely lost some pieces, lost with, sign reddick but i thought the xavier um woods signing was a real good signing yes. you know some linebacker damian wilson if he can you know stay on the team um you know that situation he got i i think that they're i think they're still good on defense and the offense can be a lot better with the best with a better offensive line so i think the pen is going to be straight as long as they could get it upgraded they still they're still looking in that better market for quarterbacks yeah how, how much faith uh, you
2: got in a uh, Matt Rule.
0: I think, I think this year is the year, uh, the important year um, yeah. to me. I think, I think you know my issue with with Matt Rule was he made mistakes um, in quarterback. As far as, you know, I understood where they were coming from when they signed Teddy Bridgewater. Um, right. You know, because they didn't know about Cam Newton's shoulder, um, but Releasing Teddy Bridgewater after one year didn't make sense financially, Mm -hmm. and it didn't make sense if you didn't have that backup plan. Like they thought they could get Matthew Stafford, but it didn't work out. Thought they could get Deshaun Watson, it didn't work out. Um, And then you you shoot for Sam Darnold, who had proven that he wasn't, you know, you know, good with the Jets. I disagree with that. I think he made a big mistake there. I think he made a mistake in not drafting a quarterback or Rayshawn Slater in. 2021 draft. Yes. Uh, I think that there were certain moves that he made mistakes. However, you know, this offseason, he's done a good job in hiring veteran coaches. um, You know, him and Scott Fitter have done a great job in in improving that offensive line. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now it's about putting the product on the field and they got to win. So I was always willing to give Matt Rule three years because I think, I think any coach in the NFL deserves three years. And as long as as the franchise is not going like this, tanking well, like or, or doing what Urban Myers was doing, I think he deserves yeah. uh, you know, that Tepper, season. You he, this said, year.
2: he said Tepper, uh he said Tepper told him uh five years.
0: Yeah, yeah, which uh you know, you you not make it you don't get five years in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't know know what Tepper might have said that, but you know, fans ain't gonna have ain't gonna be patient for five years if you got another losing season like you like you got. Yeah. But um yeah. Personally I think Matt Rule's a good guy. Um, but he gotta win. He definitely gotta win. I like hearing so, him talk. Like
2: you know, when he talks, you feel like okay, you get moved. So I'm mm-hmm. feeling like maybe he has that effect in the locker room. It's hard to it's hard to judge a coach, man, when he doesn't have a quarterback, but also yeah. as a coach, you gotta get your quarterback, you know. He yeah. Has- Evaluate the talent and get you to get your guy.
0: Yeah, it's the most important position in the NFL. You can't, can't get it wrong. So we'll, we'll see how they do. You know, I think it's still up on the table. But let me ask you this. What's your favorite Panthers memory of all time?
2: Favorite Panthers memory. It was the Arizona Cardinals playoff game. Um, I think it was, the, yep, it was the NFC Championship game. Um, man, there's so many good memories, but I'll mm-hmm. choose this one, man. We blew them out. Everybody was having fun. Luke got a pick, took it to the house. Cam, you know, he did the Superman, uh, jump into the end zone. It was just defense was catching picks left and right. That year was, man, it was one of my favorite. It was my favorite year as a Panthers fan, obviously. I, I'm, it sucks at the end the way it did. Man, I wish if we could play that game again, I feel like we'd win. But, you know, it, it, yeah. it ended the way it did. But that was my that was my favorite moment.
0: That was a that was a magical year, man. Everything was hitting. I remember like Charlotte City Council people were doing the dab. Like Cam Newton had everybody doing the dab. Yeah. That was a that was a that was a good uh, fun time in the in the whole state of North Carolina. I wasn't even living in Charlotte at that point. I was living in Raleigh. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a big time for the yeah. city for awesome. sure.
2: Dude, every yeah. single week, man. Every single week, I say I was like, "I know we gonna win." You know, the games was fun. Everybody was dabbing. Everybody was having fun. You know, Cam was as confident as ever at the peak of his powers. Oh my goodness, man!
0: Yeah, yeah. Good times. When you, know, Will you um, do, you have a uh, a favorite uh, video that you've done. Favorite video. You always ask me, this, and the thing is that I don't like. I don't really look back
2: at the videos, and so mm-hmm. but. If I was to pick one, I always say just automatically, I say the the, the Utah State video. Mm-hmm. I'm getting Utah and Utah State mixed up. Which one is red? Utah. OK, so Utah State. Um, They're like the blue and uh, they got like Cowboys colors. But mm-hmm. so I did a Utah State video and um, uh, I put like the Cha-Cha Slide song over the edit of the play. A special edit of the play, and so like the guy looked like he was. I, and I said it as a coach I was like, "Yeah, you look like you're doing a cha-cha slide right here," and <laughs> and he was. And I had everybody laughing in the room, and then like I told everybody, like I, y'all think this is funny, I don't. You know, <laughs> uh, it it was a funny video to me. So you know, if you, if you go back and and maybe search or Google, it, I don't know how you would do it, but yeah, uh, the Mystical Thirty Coach Thirty uh, Utah State film session, yeah, that that was a funny one to me.
0: Do you have like inspirations of of people who like you try to imitate like like your your coach your your film session coach? Do you oh is that, yeah. is that inspired wow. That's by somebody?
2: Cool, real character. That's a it's a real character as far as like the cadence of how I talk, the the, the voice I kind of use and everything like that was a real um, coach who you know I won't name or say where he's at, but yes,
0: that, yeah. he's real. That's cool. That's cool. The
2: jokes and everything are all mine, but actually the, the like the catchphrases like. Pissed yeah. down your leg, moment's too big, not really an athlete. Those are things yeah. that are really said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he used to say that stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that uh that is hilarious well. Man, you keep having us laughing, man, and, and keep doing your thing. Is there anything you got coming up that you wanna uh plug? Uh
2: no, I'm you know, I'm moving uh want I am moving to uh Charlotte pretty soon, maybe in the uh, next two, three whatever months. So, you know. Um, Carolina Panthers. I'd love to come to the facility, man. Have me down there one day. I want to uh, uh, beat the keep pounding drum before the game. So that's what I gotta say. Also, you kind of look like uh, Brandon LaFell. Has anybody ever told you that?
0: Brandon, no, nobody's ever told me that. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't remember the last time I seen a picture of Brandon LaFell. I have to look that up, but yeah, you kind of. just with the hat on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, anyway, hey, thirty. I appreciate you, man, and uh, hopefully. You know, when you move down here, we get you uh, back on the show, man, and uh, keep telling us about the good things that you're doing. But I appreciate your time.
1: Sure. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course.